0: Hey everybody, I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared. And you're listening to... I'm Peter.
1: Brought to you by... The Big
0: Piece. of. everybody welcome back to another great week here at unheard of it's your favorite two boys back at it again with myself jared and my main man abg so how are you doing this week
1: uh you know pretty good man you know just been working all week and uh of course, trying to, trying to, trying to stay COVID-free, man. No, I hear you. I mean, officially, I haven't had it. You think I've had it. I don't think I've had it. But
0: um, Yeah, uno- but unofficially, yeah, you've probably had it.
1: <laughs> but uh, what about you, man?
0: Well, uh, you know, we're trying to stay COVID-free as well. And we actually, as you know, traveled back home for the holidays. So... It's good to be back in the old stomping grounds for um, a few days. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been really nice to uh, see family again and have our first birthday party for our youngest son. So it's been pretty
1: good. It has
0: been a good week.
1: Well, all right, then. And uh... – well, folks, we're just going to fire fire right into this episode. I think we've got a good e- episode for you guys. It's uh, of Christmas. And so this is going to be our Christmas episode. And uh, yeah, we're just going to get into it. We got some it's breaking it's news. An OG. What's up?
0: I was saying it's an OG episode, OG, too.
1: An OG. It's an OG. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, just. Just us two, you know, just just the uh, just the original boys, but um, we and got some just breaking news. and back on the audio. Audio only, <laughs> audio say. only episode. You right? Yep.
0: Uh, no video this week. Definitely. Traveling, so it was difficult to do the video. So, yep, you're just getting us here on the classic audio.
1: Very true. But um, we got some breaking news, folks. Fresh from the, uh, fresh from the unheard of news network. Uh, supposedly Congress has come to an agreement. Jared, they have come to an agreement to to give us lowly Americans another six hundred dollars stimulus check. What, uh, what? What do you think about that? Well, the first thing is it's about
0: half as less as the previous one. So. That's true. There's that. Um, I mean, I think they had to only because most of them promised that a second one would be passed if they got elected. And so it was looking pretty rough if they didn't include those stimulus checks for the next election outlook anyways, come midterms. So I think, I mean, I think it's good for a lot of people. I think a lot of people can still use the money but um, some people that even I know, their, their pockets have been hurt pretty deep this year. So even $600 uh, to me is kind of like a slap in the face if you look at what they're doing to like unemployment benefits and getting rid of some of those uh, and the insurance. So, I mean, they had to pass a bill with the checks in it and surprisingly, here's what's surprising to me about the whole bill: the initial talks were like six hundred and fifty billion dollars, and that didn't even include stimulus checks. And now the nine hundred billion dollar deal they got agreed on, excuse me, was um, with the stimulus checks included. I'm like Jesus Christ, you know, America, uh, the government spends way more on other bills and other tax incentives for companies. So, like $200 billion to just send some relief to the Americans? Like they, they should be doing more things like that, especially in the pandemic where a lot of people have lost their jobs. And Biden saying that he's going to support and push for more uh, direct checks to hurt individuals, which should be nice. But, I mean, hey, I guess $600 can... Pay like maybe the car bill or rent for you one one week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean heck, they I mean, I'm of the mind that you know, of course it needs to be more. They need to be I feel like they're they need to be doing more for the American people. Um but I mean six hundred dollars is a is better than nothing, I guess. So you can get a little bit of extra a little bit extra bill money. So a little bit of extra spending money if you if you want to do something with it. Maybe somebody can buy a buy them a PS five or an Xbox Series X or S with it. If they if they feel so inclined to. Yeah. So I mean Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't like I said, I mean that they I mean six hundred it's half then what what came in? What was it, March or April?
0: Um, something like that.
1: But yeah, I mean that that of course kind of feels like a slap in the face, but but you know, maybe after they see what, what the the what good it's doing, you know, it, if hopefully it does good, then uh then maybe we'll be able to get some more, and help some people out. So. That's my thoughts on it. I mean, yeah,
0: I guess it it is what it is. Um, So I honestly thought a deal like this wasn't going to get done anyway. So I guess kudos to lawmakers for actually doing something. You're right.
1: You're right. I mean, and uh, oh. What's up? No, 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 no. You go ahead. Oh, well, I was gonna, I was gonna segue out. But what were you about to say?
0: Oh well, I was about to segue out, actually.
1: Oh well, hey, hey, man, you're the segue king. So, so get, give it to us. Hit us with it.
0: All right, all right. Speaking of uh, people fizzling out and doing what should have been done a long time ago, the Falcons had another lead this past weekend and blew it again.
1: You know, I'm, uh, uh, it, like it doesn't even surprise me at this point anymore, you know, like it, yeah, it's just the Falcons being the Falcons this season, like, you know, they're, I mean, they, they came out hot, it, it, you know, it sounds like, and because I didn't get to watch the game, but it came out hot, had a big lead, and I mean, I'm not I'm not sure what happened. Like I said, because I didn't watch the game, but what what happened, Jerry? What happened?
0: I'll tell you this. Halftime. Uh, up seventeen zip. Okay, so basically, the Falcons did what the Falcons do after halftime. The Bucks came out. They came out blazing pretty much because they scored like seven right off the bat. We scored right back with them. And then I guess the Falcons decided it was time to call it a game like they usually do. So once again, we blow a double-digit lead to Tom Brady and another team. So, I mean, it is what it is. The Falcons are the Falcons. I think this game basically just cost Raheem Morris a shot to get that job. Uh, because letting another lead slip like that, no, nah, I don't think Arthur Blank's going to keep him now.
1: But at a certain point, I mean, you could change the coach, but it looks like the, the outcome is still the same. So how much blame do you put on the coach?
0: Uh, for this one, very little. Even, But that's only because Raheem Morris is part of the same coaching coaching culture oh, um, yeah. that that we were just a part of with blowing leads. So, uh, you know, the team's already used to it. I would put a majority of this on uh, – I'd still put it on the defense, but the offense at the same time needs to learn how to score the ball in the second half too in order to keep a lead. So it goes all the way around. I think it's time to start looking at a rebuild completely. I'm trying to ship uh Matty Ice out of town. So who knows what happens. I don't really put a lot of it on the coach, it's just it's uh the Falcons doing what the Falcons do.
1: Yeah, man. I mean listen for for a while now it's been the Falcons have been the, the young Coup show, so <laughs> they still are mostly all? just get that's what I'm saying. Just get it. Just get it down and and let him kick it, man. That's 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 the only way we can score.
0: Yeah, man. He was he's been like a sand out all year. Like surprisingly, this man he was considered a draft bust before we picked him up, and all of a sudden he's got the franchise record for most field goals in a season, and he's been the best kicker in the league all year long.
1: Yeah, I mean. Hey, if this if it's one thing the if it's one thing the Falcons gonna have and it's it's gonna be a good kicker.
0: Yeah, I mean what a story. I might
1: I might have said that on the show but already but from from Matt Bryant to uh to Young Way man, last few seasons, man. Good kickers. Yeah, yeah, no, Until, of course, you know, really good. Matt ones, Bryant so. Fizzled fizzled out last season.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was his time. You know, he had gotten a little old.
1: Yeah, yeah. He got he gotten old. I mean, when they when they said that he was at he was uh, for his tryout that he that he kicked really well, I was like, I was like, oh man, Money Mac coming back once again. I'm I, like, I was very excited. And then, good God, he he went and did terribly last season.
0: Yeah, I mean, a. I still love Matt Bryant, but
1: his time was up. Yep. So um, now he got a brand new young kicking star, and maybe we can. Which is good. We could put the he he could he could put the team on his back uh, for uh, more seasons to come.
0: Yeah, I'm actually hoping that the Falcons can get um, they can trade up for Justin Fields. Uh, I don't know if it'll happen. It probably won't, but it'd be pretty awesome if they did that. Um, And in other news, I won't spend a lot of time on the Falcons, and I won't spend a lot of time on football today, but the college playoff was also selected. The four teams that are about to deuce it out for the top, you know, the top chip.
1: Oh, yeah, we got uh, – what's, what's the four? I know Alabama and Notre Dame.
0: Yep, Clemson and Ohio State. So it's basically about the four same teams oh that's been in it the uh, past three or four years. Yeah. It's almost like – honestly, that's a slap in the face, too, because Ohio State only played, like, six games. And uh, they could have at least included, like, Cincinnati – who went undefeated, and Notre Dame, as we all know, is completely overrated. I never respect Notre Dame because they're not what their championship caliber used to be decades ago. They've sucked for a very long time. Um, They're always overrated. I I think they're paying the selection committee under the table because even in the uh, later days of the uh, BCS championship game, they were still getting involved in that conversation and every time they get somewhere, they get blown out by a team like Clemson or Alabama. They never belong in that category. And yet they somehow keep making it in there.
1: Well hey, what if they uh what if they somehow win the win the national championship this season.
0: Then they can prove me wrong. Would you change your team they, to... they can prove me wrong, but yeah. uh, so far they've sucked. Uh, for, like, the past two decades. So, until they prove me wrong, I'm going to keep thinking they're overrated.
1: No, I'm with you, man.
0: Like I said, they got to be paying some of these committee members under the table when there's no way they should be respected as, like, a football team over, like, a Cincinnati or Texas A&M.
1: So, you think we're getting another uh... – Alabama-Clemson. Yep. National championship, yeah.
0: I think that's exactly what will happen again. And I don't know who would win
1: that matchup.
0: Alabama's had a really good team all year, but their defense just gave up like 56 points to Florida. So I don't really know who would win in the title game between the two, but it would be another close one.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like a hey, too early a prediction. I I feel like Clemson is going to pull it out this season. Trevor Lawrence is going to go out on top.
0: Very well may. And that'd be – I mean, that'd be good for him and all. Uh, I think the past couple times, Ohio State hasn't even made it past the first round, so it'd be nice to see them put up a fight against Clemson, but I don't think it'll happen. Even though I love Justin Fields, I think he's like the next big thing in the NFL, along with Trevor Lawrence.
1: You don't don't think, uh, you don't think old Joe Barrow is going to be the the next big thing, bro?
0: I mean, he's really good, but he probably will never have weapons
1: in Cincinnati.
0: And, um, yeah. I mean, he's really good, but he's, he's kind of limited to his organization. So, I don't know. He, to me he's just not as elusive as like a Trevor Lawrence or uh Justin Fields.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to down. you right. That's not to that. downplay
0: him. I think he's great. But uh I just think that watching him compared to like a Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, I'd rather watch those two.
1: I feel you on that.
0: So, I mean, hey, it is what it is and uh so, yeah, you know, that's that's going to be our daily football talk. Trying to steer away from it. I know uh, maybe some people are getting tired of it, but hey, I just had to put that in there before we got to going about our real topics here.
1: How, getting tired of it? How much do we talk about football? I don't feel like we've talked about it that much, especially in the past few weeks. Uh,
0: maybe we haven't, you know, but I don't know. I feel like we uh, still bring in the sports here and there.
1: Oh yeah. I mean I feel like this is a this is a uh a multi topic, multifaceted, nationally syndicated show.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But um but you know, moving on. Like I said, it's the it is the, the Christmas episode, so we're gonna be, you know, getting in the getting in the Christmas mood, you know. Uh you're gonna have some Christmas talk here. So Jared what would you say is your most favorite Christmas gift you've ever gotten from a child until the, the 25-year-old man you are now?
0: Hmm. It's pretty difficult. So there's not a lot of gifts that I remember specifically, uh, just because things change all the time. You know, you, you get like a game here and there, some clothes here and there. But I would say, um, trying to think. Uh, so the year my papal passed away, my Aunt Gail, who is his daughter, she's known for sewing and she she can make a lot of stuff. She's really good and that year she had made teddy bears well shit i don't think she made the teddy bears but she made clothing for the teddy bears out of my Ball's clothing and technically um, just a great grandchild of his so the great grandchildren got a um, they got a teddy bear in basic clothing that was holding a smaller teddy bear and that teddy bear was covered with like my papaw's uh, like flannel pants covered around it, and yeah. uh, so I, I like that gift a lot. It's it's probably the one I remember the most, and I've still got it in my house to this day. It usually sits on a shelf or somewhere where it's seen in uh, like kind of like my space. You know, it's it's usually like by my office desk or in the man cave somewhere where I can see it because uh, that one means a lot to me. So yeah,
1: very, very sentimental.
0: Yes. It's it's probably my, it's probably my favorite one so far. Um, I'm sure I've had a lot of great gifts. It's just, uh, it's, it's that type of stuff that you kind of hold close and remember well.
1: Well, um, for me, Personally, it is I I don't remember exactly what year it was. I mean I know I was a little kid, but the the I feel like the best thing I've ever gotten was this really big uh you know, like those NASCAR like racing sets or whatever that you can that you use the the little remotes to control the cars and they go along the, the track. And everything you can race them, yeah. I got one of those, and it was huge. It was really big. It co- like I I I think my dad had this table built for it, and it covered the whole table. And I mean, I would I would race cars on that thing for hours on end and never get bored. Like that was the most amazing thing to me that I've ever gotten. And I I don't know, man, I wish I, I wish I still, if I wish I knew where it was, if I still had it, but, um, but yeah, that, I mean, I don't, I don't don't think I've gotten anything else that was just like, that made me feel like, oh my gosh, like, is this really for me? Like, it was, I don't know, it was a good time. It was a good time to be Arthur Bryant Glass when I got that.
0: Yeah. You know, no, I get it. Yeah, man, Christmas is a special time. Uh, and as I've gotten older, you know, I get am really – I've had some really good uh, birthday gifts too. Like if you ask about birthdays and gifts for other occasions, uh, my wife has given me some really good ones. Like um, she's got me a coin rack, which I use to display my military coins, and it's, it's a really amazing gift. Um, and so, but I know it's not Christmas, but I just want to put it out there that I have gotten some other good gifts.
1: Uh, well, Jared, in August, I will ask you what your favorite birthday gift is.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. <laughs>
1: but, um, I
0: just want I just want to put it out there as an honorable mention.
1: But yeah, and, uh, I mean, of course, this week is. Christmas is going to be on Friday, so if you're listening to this on Monday, then, oh, come on. <laughs> then, yeah, it's this week. Hopefully, everybody's gotten all their gifts because the stores are filling up with people buying last-minute gifts, buying food for the parties they're going to be having, probably not wearing any masks they're in, and uh mm-hmm probably going to be a lot of people there so uh, of course stay safe but um but yeah what what are some of your what are some of your favorite christmas traditions that uh, that your family has uh well i think
0: uh, i think i mentioned it when we talked about thanksgiving uh, so i i typically love to go see Christmas lights with the family. It's something we do on a yearly basis, along with uh, watching um, certain movies like Elf and the Grinch, uh, Jim Carrey's Grinch, you know, and um, that's really one of the more so favorite traditions during this time. But, uh, you know, since we've started having kids, it's really cool to get our son, out on christmas eve and he basically will like help my wife tiff make like these reindeer treats and we'll make cookies together and set out everything for santa it's a that's actually probably the the most favorite because we're all doing something together like on christmas eve right before uh christmas day and i and i like watching them open up their presents uh it's it's kind of fulfilling when you're a parent.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I feel like, you know, watching watching the watching the kids tear open the gifts, I feel like that's uh I don't know, I feel like it would be like your hard work paying off to to you know, all the hours you worked and being able to afford the the gifts for the kids and then getting to see them you know, their faces light up whenever they open something new. Uh, that I feel like that, is, that would be fulfilling.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Santa doesn't get much credit in our house. Uh, he he brings, a, excuse me, he brings like one of the big gifts, but mostly everything else comes from us just because I don't want that mindset. And, um, well, it's not just me. This is something my wife and I both agree on, but we don't want that mindset of that. Some, you know, some magical figment gives them these amazing gifts every year. We're like, no, that that was us. You know, they got that for you.
1: Dang, just like some young parents, dude, uh, trying to trying to do without Santa, and they're like, nah, nah, we we did it. We got you these gifts.
0: Well, he's still here, but it, he uh, he doesn't bring. The bulk load of the gifts, that's on
1: us. True. Um, well, for me, I mean, I don't. I'm, I might have already talked about this when we when we did the uh, we had the before Thanksgiving episode. But for my family, you know, we uh, we just get together, and it's usually me, my mom, my sister, my brother, and Help my mom cook and everything. Have, open some gifts, and uh, then the fun starts when we start to play some Monopoly. That uh, mm-hmm. that's a big <laughs> tradition for us. We uh, we play Monopoly a whole lot uh, during during the holidays, and so we get into. We get to some heated matches too, but like it usually goes. Uh, I was,
0: uh, what I was just about to say, y'all play Monopoly at Christmas time. Like that—that that doesn't seem very family friendly.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know. It's just like our, it's just like our go-to game for whenever we're all, you know, in the in the house together. So, so. Um, <laughs> That like and and of course now that we're older, we can we can have a. I feel like we've calmed down a little bit because now, like I said, we're older. Me, and, me, and my sister are both above twenty one, and of course so is my brother, and so we can have some drinks, and you know mellow out, play some monopoly. But um, but before that, the uh, the games used to be so heated, man. My my sister probably end up quitting because she was convinced that we were we were cheating and so we were, we were cheating her out of her rightful victory and so she'd quit and so then it would be my me and my brother and my mom and then somehow or another my mom would end up losing all her money and so it usually comes down to me and my brother and it's usually a toss-up between me and him and so all, all I'm gunning for every time I play make sure you stack your money and then get Boardwalk and Park Place, and you'll be perfectly fine. You're gonna, you're <laughs> gonna win every time.
0: I would, uh, I mean, I'd agree. But still, I just feel, man, like games and holidays—they don't go together. Like when I think of Monopoly, and this is like an embodiment of a. This is like an embodiment of family game night. When I think of Monopoly, I think of. Anthony Anderson scene in Blackish where he just like throws the whole board off the table, and um, even if it's like Uno, I think of the R. Kelly meme where somebody's about to pull that draw four on you, and you're like, "I'm fighting for my life." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, listen, uh, the Anthony Anderson that's that's definitely my sister. I, I she probably has flipped the board uh, on multiple occasions. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we get her so riled up in it, but but it happens and so so she so she gets so mad and then like I said she either quits or makes everybody else want to quit too. So <laughs> but I don't know. That just we, that's just became our huh. uh our tradition. That's what we do.
0: Uh not to get off on a little tangent, but we have a monopoly game uh, it's like the e-banking one. Yeah. So it's got basically all the properties except for the railroads and utilities, which kind of sucks because I would rather have those too. Yeah. But basically you use the credit card and you don't have to keep up with all that
1: money anymore.
0: And uh, that it's still really fun. Uh, we play it all the time.
1: I actually saw that the other day. Um, I, was, I was taking pictures of a bunch of uh... – monopoly games uh to send to my brother to see which one that he wanted to get to play because I, I, we were going to change it up we usually just play the regular monopoly the like a, we have the championship edition that comes with like the little trophy and so yeah. you get to slide your name into the trophy whenever you win i think i think i have the the, the family trophy right now but um but um yeah, I saw I saw that edition. I saw the the Cheaters edition. I, I feel like my sister would like the Cheaters edition. So she always claims that we're cheating anyways. So uh, and then I saw the Star Wars edition and the Mandalorian edition and the two they're uh, two different ones that they look cool. They had a uh, um, um Super Mario Brothers edition. I, I I wonder how that goes. That sounds cool. And yeah, I'm they not have sure. Bibleopoly, so uh. <laughs> I don't think I would ever want to play that.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a long game.
1: Yeah. But um, uh. we also have the uh, Police Edition of Monopoly, and we haven't played that in a long time. So I don't know. Maybe we'll play that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Family monopoly, Tom. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's
0: that's great, man. I see. To me, and uh, basically, I would assume from everything you said there is that when the holidays come around, to me, it's like I I could honestly really care less about the gifts. It's more so just about like the family oh, yeah. time. Like that's always the most fun thing
1: yeah that's the best part about it and yeah and i feel like getting older made me realize that a lot more that it's you know of course it's not about getting stuff or anything like that it's about the time you get to spend with the people that you love so that's that's what i love the most about about christmas but um yeah, man. So, you, uh, you said that now you guys, uh, you and your family leave cookies out for Santa. Did you do that when you were a little kid, too? Yeah,
0: yeah. we did. Yeah, we always left, uh, like, cookies and milk. Um, I'm not sure if we left the reindeer treats like uh, we do in my house, which is basically just oats, but...
1: Um yeah yeah it's just something that's done every year. Just a bunch of oats? Like what okay. What do y'all what What do you and your wife do with those oats after after you guys have left them out for the reindeer?
0: Throw them away. Just throw them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so um uh, my wife makes these delicious Like, no-bake chocolate oatmeal cookies. But they are delicious. So we usually have these huge cans of oats sitting around. And uh, it's not like a total waste for us to just throw some away.
1: I got you. I got you. But um, I don't know. I feel like when I was little, we didn't leave cookies out for Santa that much. I don't know. I may be lying. I, I might need to consult with my mom on this. I I really feel like we've only we only did it like one year that I can remember. Hmm. I would probably consult with your mom
0: because I I could almost confirm that you left cookies out every year. Like so gonna, uh, one, you, saying, I were you I didn't mention this. Were you
1: coming to my house? Did you know that we left cookies out all the time?
0: No, no. Here's here's what I'm saying though. So I I didn't mention this, but literally, uh, I don't have a lot of Santa pictures from when no. I was a kid. But I we go and get Santa pictures done every single year for our kids, and up until this year, they looked the exact same because we went to the same type of malls every year. Like the Santa's wearing the same outfit. It's in the same type of chair. This it looks the exact same every year. Like the Santas all have the same type of beard, um, so well, I mean, this year it was, it was a little different because of COVID. So they changed the setup, and Santa's wearing a mask and everything, which I get. But I was kind of mad that my pictures don't look the same now because I had like five or six straight pictures of our oldest, and that looks the that looked the exact same. So uh, that like the Santa picture thing is a big tradition of ours because I plan to do it um, as the kids get older and we're just going to keep embarrassing the kids. Like even when they're 17, we're going to get Santa pictures. Like that's something they're going to have to do if they want Christmas gifts just because I like seeing that picture every year. Um, It's like one year Jaden is uh, crying in one. And at the time, uh, like Tiff, didn't think we should do it because he was crying (laughs) After we had done bottom of cookie and everything. But I was like, no, I was like, no, we paid for this picture. So we're going to get it (laughs) if he's crying or not. And now it's literally like our favorite Christmas picture because it's just hilarious uh, to look back at.
1: How do you you think those Santas uh, feel when like you hand them a just irate, screaming, crying baby. And they're like, all right, I guess I got to take a picture of this kid.
0: They get paid to do it. You're right. That's on them.
1: I mean, You're right. I, I don't know. I I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm of course not of the skin tone that, that most people want to be taking a picture with Santa. Right. But, uh, I, even if I was, I wouldn't do it anyways. Like, I, like I couldn't <laughs> just probably for those well, screaming kids. Well,
0: Either way, uh, I mean, my mindset at the time was like, hey, I paid for this picture. I don't care if he's yeah. crying or not. So, um, but no, basically what I was saying is uh, with the whole Santa picture thing, I was wondering where pictures were of me as a kid because I'm like, I don't remember really seeing any. I was like, I don't think I ever took pictures with Santa. So I went and like asked my nanny and mom and they both confirmed that I did see Santa multiple times as a kid. Um, uh, they, you know, there's just not a lot of pictures lying around, I guess, but I don't remember it at all. And I would just assume that you guys did leave cookies out every year, but when you're a kid, you're mostly focused on like the gifts. So you probably don't
1: remember it. Fair enough, I mean, uh, you know, we had, we had, uh, Santa pictures like every year at, uh, in elementary school too. So I remember the-
0: yeah, and I don't remember really? those. Really, I all.
1: remember those. Uh, yeah, I don't remember them like one bit. Hmm. Maybe you just got a really bad memory, Jer.
0: It's possible. It, it. I mean, it's possible for sure. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's like a. Selective memory. I gotta dig deep for some stuff, especially going back to elementary school. Now, I don't remember a lot.
1: I still, I still remember a little bit of stuff that that happened in elementary school. I don't know. So most of it, of course, is hazy. But I, I remember a lot of like just random things. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, elementary school. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean. I'm going to have to definitely ask my mom about how many times we left cookies for Santa, but I really only remember one time that we ever did.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I would ask too because I don't I don't remember much, but I'm sure we did it. And uh, you just focus on gifts mostly as a kid, but it's understandable.
1: Well, yeah, well... So it's it's December, of course it's it's Christmas time, and you know the 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 big franchises are are usually making movies, TV shows, and stuff for for Christmas. But for right now, I feel like there's uh only one franchise that that matters that was making content, uh, Jared and uh. The second season of it just wrapped, and I'm talking, I'm, I'm of course talking about Star Wars and more specifically The Mandalorian. Uh, what did you think in a in non spoilery review of the the whole second season of The Mandalorian?
0: In my non spoilery review of the second season of yeah. the Mando, I would sum it to a one sentence statement okay it's it's everything you hoped the disney trilogy
1: would have been all right i mean me personally i don't i don't know i don't like to compare the two because you know like the the disney trilogy is is um still a part of the whole overarching skywalker saga or whatever and i feel like the mandalorian is a totally different thing but um not spoiler review of the second season i feel like they took some really big steps in uh world bend world bending jesus christ of world building, uh, for for Star Wars as a whole, and I'm definitely excited to see where they go with uh, more of The Mandalorian and more of they got they got so many options of things to do out of just one season of this show, where they can make they they could literally spawn. Three more shows out of characters and stuff that they have, they have built, uh, uh, from this show. You watching some, uh, some, some commercials over there, bro?
0: (laughs) No, I was actually just trying to pull up an article about the Mandalorian and, uh, some ad pop yeah, up. Yeah, I
1: feel like they could, they could, they could easily spawn like two to three more shows out of just the characters they introduced and the stuff they have made from this season of Ma- the Mandalorian. And I feel like it felt extremely fresh. Like it, it really didn't feel too much like the last season. You know.
0: No, it didn't, and. Like when I say it's everything you hope the Disney trilogy would have been, uh, I was kind of tired of the Skywalker saga, so that's kind of what I mean with the Disney trilogy. Like I, I was hoping for like a new perspective, and the Mandalorian gives you like a whole new Star Wars story in a way, but it's really good and fresh.
1: Yeah, but I mean, what what could you expect from the Disney trilogy when it was already I mean, episode episode seven, eight, nine. I mean, that's – you're still going to get more Skywalker and more Princess Leia, more Han Solo and all, all their BS. So, I mean.
0: Uh, they could have went a totally different route. I mean, we all know
1: it. I, I feel like that's what they're going to be moving towards now, you know, now that now that all that stuff's closed we can get into different characters better characters most likely uh, probably and um you know better better star wars stories and i'm um, i mean i'm definitely i'm grateful for the the skywalker saga of course because it gave us this this huge world that all these new directors and storytellers are, are going to flesh out and make even better. So
0: I'll say this. There's only two really good characters in the new trilogy, and technically one of them should be considered a half because of what they did to him after the first movie. Um, Finn, who had a really good arc in the first uh, episode seven, he had a really cool arc, and then they basically just forgot about him in the next two movies. And then Kylo Ren was the only one that actually completed an arc; like you saw his whole character journey from beginning to end. And he was probably the best character in the in the whole trilogy.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll give you Finn, but I feel like they really didn't do much justice to Finn. Um, and that's what I said. Hey, listen. my My next favorite character is Boba Frick, dude. He was awesome.
0: Uh, nah, man. am nah, I'm, I'm. a Kylo guy. I like to what, see the whole dude, character. That,
1: that 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 little whatever he was in episode nine that fixed uh, C three PO. That was he was awesome.
0: I mean, he was awesome. Yeah, I'll give it to you, but no, nah, he's just not my my favorite character <laughs> from the trilogy. He's Sean, dude. He's my favorite. Um, I mean, yeah. Anyways, you know, the Mandalorian was really good. Uh, awesome season. Can't wait for season three, and uh, that's that's uh as spoiler free as I can go without really diving
1: into it. I feel you. Uh, <clears throat> I hey. Now I I know that I said I would put, uh, Rogue One, ahead of, um, The Mandalorian in terms of and outside of the Skywalker saga, um. You know Star Wars content, but now, after that season finale, of uh, mm-hmm. The Mandalorian definitely the mandalorian it, it it hops it hops over it it hops over uh rogue one just a little bit
0: i think uh people need to rewatch rogue one if you go back and rewatch it it's really not that good like uh, uh people only really love it because the second half of the movie has some really good scenes but, like, if you go back and watch it, it's, it's actually not that good of a movie.
1: I don't know. I mean, I've, I've watched it uh, again not too recently. I probably watched it last year. But I, I, I don't know. I still really like that movie.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. I, I actually kind of like Solo better than it now. I mean,
1: I definitely think Solo got hated on more than it should have.
0: Like, uh, I watched this guy on YouTube called Cosmonaut Variety Hour. I don't know if you've ever Never heard watched of his stuff. But he describes Solo, the Solo film, as the Iron Man 3 for the Star Wars franchise. Like, basically, Iron Man 3, it's actually a really good film, but it gets hated on a lot for not really connecting to the rest of, uh, like, the MCU and just doing its own little story. So, uh, I kind of see it the same way. Like, Iron Man 3 is a really good film. Solo is a really good film, man. Well, it's also a Christmas movie, dude. So, now's the perfect time to see it. Surprisingly, so here's what's funny about Iron Man movies all three of them came out like in summer for the summer blockbuster and all that. But, the third Iron Man film takes place Hmm. during Christmas. Well. So, I would technically consider it a Christmas film.
1: I've never seen it, and that's probably the only MCU film I've never seen. Or at least all the way through.
0: No, you gotta go back and watch it. It's it's actually pretty good. I don't know I why that I, one gets a lot of hate. Either. I've only seen bits and I, I really of like
1: Iron it. Man too. I don't know. I just don't really like Iron Man that much.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, it's understandable. It's understandable. I'll give that to you. But I like I I like the third one better I mean, than the second one. I might get some.
1: I might. The second get some one's really kind of bland. bland. I mean, I know your brother loves Iron Man, but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, not really my cup of tea, and I, I mean, I feel like they, they kind of made Iron Man the basically the focal point of the first like three Marvel phases, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of glad he's dead.
0: I mean, I'm kind of glad he's dead for other reasons. So, other characters can hopefully advance. He was kind of a uh, he was kind of becoming immoral in a way, like the suits he was building, and just the unlimited amount of money he has. It was uh basically like a cop out for anything in the franchise. Like, oh, who built this like three billion dollar jet? Oh yeah, Stark yeah. Stark owns it. So.
1: Uh, yeah, it's probably a good thing for the franchise now. But um, yeah, not to get not to get uh, too too nerdy again uh, after our after our last episode. I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was that was that was uh that was us <laughs> going full nerd out mode. Uh, I mean, of course, it led to a great unheard of moment in Jared calling out uh, any opponents that wanted to debate with him about Spider Man. But of course, not getting into that. I'll get into that, but I'll I'll tell you what I will get into.
0: I'll get into this right now because I listened back to our episode and then I'll say this. There's so far, there's been two instances of this on the show. Okay. And actually, there's probably more, but it's two that I've recorded um, where I was wrong and Arthur Computer nah, have notification. It. Don't know if you heard of that sound. Anyways. Two instances I was wrong. Arthur was right. I wanted to say. And publicly apologize. For my opinion on Quicksilver last week. After we recorded that show. I went back and watched those scenes. And I I will give it to you Arthur. It appears that most of it. Probably with the exception of the scenes. In the last X-Men film. Are for humor because he is doing a lot of poking around at people's faces and uh, just doing things for the fun of it. So, I'll give it to you. He, uh, it seems Thank like it's you. mostly shot for humor. I, I had to, I had to throw it in there because I went back and watched those scenes. I was like, man, I think I was like extremely wrong about this.
1: Hey, hey, it's all, it's all good. Listen, I. It it doesn't it doesn't pay to be right, but uh, you know some somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be right sometimes. So I'm glad I'm glad it's me. I still,
0: yeah. I still enjoyed
1: watching the scenes,
0: but I will agree that I found a lot of humor in it watching them back.
1: But um, but yeah, Jared. Um, I don't know. You got any uh? You got anything else for the people, man?
0: Man, not really. You know, it's it's been a it's been a nice week. I don't know if we'll do a holiday episode for you guys or not. Uh, most likely, is... we'll probably end up taking a break, unless we Dude, record something after Christmas.
1: Uh, I've only said it five times. This is this is, well, our, this is our Christmas. this is episode. our holiday
0: special. I mean, this is the Christmas episode, but okay. hey, we could record something else, like a a movie you know some people on youtube are doing those movie uh watching parties we could we could do an episode watching uh a movie like elf or yeah nightmare before I watched, christmas i actually watched
1: nightmare before christmas for the first time uh last year and i feel like it's overrated uh,
0: well so i this uh might be surprising this some but i have actually never watched like it all the way to. through uh, my wife loves it yeah, my wife loves yeah, it. She's seen uh, it a bunch of times.
1: I think but... my girlfriend likes it, or maybe it was her first time watching it too last year. I'm not sure. All I know is, I, I mean, I I don't feel like I missed much. I mean, for the time, I feel like that animation was pretty cool. If if I, mean, yeah. if I watched it when it came out, but as of, as for me watching it for the first time in 2019, I was like, meh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, but, I mean, hey, yeah, this this probably just going to be our holiday episode because we, God knows, with our schedules, we're probably not going to be able to do something like that this uh, coming week. So, I mean, hey, if I had to close it out for some thoughts for y'all, I'd just say, you know, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy, happy New Year's, uh, even though we'll record an episode before New Year's, I believe. And, you know, spend time with your loved ones. Have a great time with your family. 2020 has been a difficult year for a lot of people. So let's close it out strong. Be good to each other. Love one another. And let's, let's get it, uh, let's get this Actually, thing moved into a
1: new year. And uh, for me, of course, uh, have a Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Merry Kwanzaa, uh, and uh, if you don't if you don't believe in any of those things, uh, happy Friday for for the twenty fifth. Um, but um yeah, if you're if you're if you're going to go see family, be safe, uh, safe as you can be. You know, you got to fly, wear a mask, be be as, as safe as possible wash your hands sanitize all that good stuff I mean you don't need me telling you this hopefully you guys are adults and you you know all these things but uh, but yeah um, yeah wear a mask that's it that, that's it for me this week <laughs> Jared where can they uh, where can they find you <laughs> on, the, on the internets if they uh, feel so inclined
0: Well, like I said, I've been trying to tweet out once a week. I actually just had a tweet today on Sunday, our day of recording this past week. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Jared Evans, and uh, that's that's all, all the social right. media and, uh, that I'm tagging uh, for I'm you
1: on Twitter at Young without the O underscore ABG, and for us collectively, you can find us on Twitter at. Uh, unheard underscore of pod, and it's gonna be the same thing on Instagram, Facebook. Search us up. We got videos on YouTube. Follow some links. Get at us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Listen to some unheard of for uh for Christmas with your family. Put us put a, put them on to us if you want. But um, but um, yeah, man. Uh, you wanna you wanna send us out. You wanna send us out, Jerry
0: And hey, you know it. As uh, as always, it's been another good one. Have a happy holiday season with your families. And as always, we love you, we hear you, and we hope you hear us here it, Unheard of. And once again, I'm Jared. And I'm Arthur. And this was Unheard of. Brought
1: to you by the
0: Big